Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you want the ability to adjust your loan options in real time, folks, remember, Rocket can. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You send the tweets, you send the hot takes, at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. In less than 20 minutes, we got work or shoot. Matthew Essig is going to be working on that. Matthew, tell America good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Matthew, are you afraid of the mic? You better not be. I am not. Okay. I don't want you to be like Pirino, just hogs it. I'm kidding. I know Pirino's still in the room probably, and I still love Pirino. We all love Pirino. Matthew S. is going to take us through the second half of the show. And we got Andy Gresh, who joins us from WEEI Boston, coming up at 12.40 p.m. Eastern. 1.40 p.m. Eastern, we say goodbye to one of the last of the truth-tellers in American play-by-play. At 1.40 p.m. Eastern. Also, I am pro, or I am taking the side of, of Patrick Ewing, that coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. I, I was watching, or I was listening to last week, big thanks to John Machado who just joined us a, a minute ago from The Athletic in Dallas. Some great stuff with him about Dak Prescott. I'll talk more about Dak Prescott a little bit later on. I was listening to Anthony Lima, who was filling in for me last week, and he had a great question that he threw out there. Basically, do you care? Do you care about being outraged? Do you really believe you're outraged? Do you believe you're outraged? Are you really outraged by these things? Do you really believe in the betterment of the student-athlete as people, or are you just glad it's not your school? You know, as as certain schools have increased their recruiting footprint, and that's not going to change at any time soon. As certain schools have have increased their recruiting footprint, their national footprint, I think it's changed a lot about how we see big-time college football, big-time college basketball. And I thought Lyman made an astute point that a lot of people, as long as it's not their school, they'll try to defend their school. If it's somebody else's school, if it's a rival, because we think in sports terms here, and this is, you could say this is depraved. It, it, it really much is. But if... 
if it's somebody else's school, especially a rival school, well, I'm outraged. Well, I'm disgusted. This is disgusting what I've seen here. But if it happens to ours, well, there's a difference. We'll try to defend it. Or we'll try to accept and we'll try to move on. It's happened in college football. It's happened in college basketball. It's happened with Baylor. happened with Penn State, Ohio State, Tennessee, USC, North Carolina. A couple times, hell, with North Carolina. Texas even a little bit. Professional football, we've done it a bunch of times. Whether or not these are okay things or things that we – uncomfortable situations that in any other walk of life we wouldn't want anything to do with and we would would ridicule and ostracize the individual. But in our sports terms, well, it would be a little bit different here. I think that what Lima said, I listened to him, I was captivated by him, I thought he was great with it. I agreed with him. Much as I might hate it at times, I totally agreed with him. We'll come up with excuses for our own. We will go with outrage against the others. Some of this happened earlier this week or over the last week as well when it came to LSU and the fallout from Les Miles. Les Miles fired by Kansas. Jeff Long fired by Kansas and the entire fallout of all this. And it was a question of do you care? Do you have passion anymore about these type of things? It's one thing for me to stand on my soapbox, but do I do I mean what I say? Or have I, sadly, have I gotten used to something like this? Have I gotten used to the cover-up? There, there are certain things that I think we should be outraged by. Sexual harassment. Improprieties. Things that are, are terrible human behavior. There are things that we, we've accepted. There's things that we've come together on and said, this was not seen through... The good eyes of Americans 20, 30 years ago, now these are things that we can accept. I can accept and know. Cade Cunningham, I don't mean to say anything disparaging about him. I just assume a kid like Cade Cunningham who plays at Oklahoma State, somebody somewhere is holding a bag for him. You know what? That's okay with me. I don't care. Get as much as you can. If we've learned anything over this time, these are very short careers. You got to get as much as you can. A guy ending up at Oklahoma State, I'm sure a, I'm sure a Cowboys fan certainly doesn't mind that. I'm sure an Oklahoma State fan doesn't mind that. To be able to be one of the teams in the Big 12 that are at the top, you got a guy who could take you there in year one, somebody who's really a game changer for you. Just watching college basketball right now, I bet that's okay. And frankly, if we would have seen something like this even five years ago, we would have been upset with it. We would have acted outraged about it. Now, well, we don't care as much. There are some goods. Well, I oh, I fear that some people just shout for player empowerment and they don't really know what they're shouting for because they don't know the fallout of that and the ramifications of player empowerment because it's a business. No matter what we want to say, it's a business, and they will make their money. The member institutions will make their money, and that means that there will be some opportunities taken away. This is something that, yeah, I can accept. You got a great talent. People want to see that talent. People want to exploit that talent. You might as well make your money. That's okay. Tennessee giving out money to guys in, in, in fast food bags. Yeah, I think that's more of a fantasy for the guy giving away money in the fast food bag. I think we could find ourselves a little bit of discretion here. But either way, you want to take your money and play at the University of Tennessee, hell, you go right on ahead and take your money. These are things we accept, but instances of – Physical abuse, verbal abuse, rape, those type of things. Those things should be and and should always be things that we never look the other way on. But 
because of what's happened at Baylor, what's happened at Penn State, what's happened at Ohio State, what's happened at USC, what's happened at all these places that I just talked about before. It's almost as if we run out of outrage. And our brows is coaching again. These guys get other chances. Hell, what happened in Jacksonville just a couple of weeks ago, we wanted to give a guy another chance in Jacksonville, and that quickly, after 20 years, it seemed, of nastiness going on at the University of Iowa, they had to reverse course. I was surprised that they actually did it. It's turned into now when somebody is forced to do what seems like the right thing per society, that they, I'm surprised by it. I thought, well, you know, once Urban Meyer gets Trevor Lawrence and they start winning, eh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. I'm thinking, not that big of a deal. It shouldn't be that big. It should be a big deal. With professional football players, it should be. So it's one of the things that I was surprised on. But through all this, and listening to Lima and hearing what he had to say about the whole Les Miles fiasco, I think I have really found the worst job in sports. And it's not just a, a director of basketball operations or football operations. I'm not even talking about that. I don't think you can find a worse job than the head coach at Kansas football. I don't think you could find a worse job. I'm serious. For guys who are making a, a part-time money, if that, cleaning towels, paying their dues so they can be hopefully the next great Mike Krzyzewski-type figure or they can be the next – wonderful Nick Saban, any of that stuff. The guys like that, I'm not even talking about that. Those are jobs that they're, they're, they're working their way up. They're menial jobs. They're meant for you to listen, to not be seen, to not be heard, to listen to the coaches, to do as they say. I'm not even talking about that. Those are poorly paying, crummy jobs in coaching and sports, but those are jobs that you're supposed to be poorly paid and it's supposed to be crummy. They're supposed to be a pecking order. I can't find a worse job in all of sports than the head coach at Kansas University and their football program. It's great for the players. You get to play at technically a Power 5 school. You get to travel the country. Now that we're hopefully coming out of this, you'll get to play at a full stadium in Norman, Oklahoma. Get to see the wagon come out now that they've redone it. Hopefully, I think they're redoing it, and I think they're going to be able to do it. See the wagon come out, the whole thing. Yeah, you get your... You get your head kicked in, but you got you got to play there. Not many people get to play at Norman, Oklahoma. You don't get to go to a bowl game. Every now and then you're going to go on a road trip to non-conference schools that are big, big, fun places to go to. That'll be a lot of fun for you. And, yeah, we've seen it. Keep to leave a, a number of other players. You might be able to go to the NFL. Those are fun times. You get to play there. You're, you're not going to accomplish anything. You're an afterthought. I will wa- guys like me will watch you on ESPN Plus in the middle of a Saturday night after a couple of beers. But other than that, that's that's it. You get free school. You get to go to some of these places, play in some of these places that are kind of a kind of a fantasy. You don't win, but you get all the freebies, all the other things. You just don't get to go to a bowl game. But hey, that's earlier to train for the NFL if you're an NFL type player. And you get to say you played Power 5 football. How many of us get to say that? But for the coaches, I can't find a worse job in America. It's not the best paid school. It's not the best paid position because they know how tough it is. The location's out in the middle of nowhere. You have no history to help you like the basketball program does. Nobody gives a damn about you. They care about basketball. They care about Naismith. They care about self, and they're in their own hot water over there. They don't care about you at all. You're just something to do 
until practice starts for the basketball program, and that's it. So in America, where the biggest sport is football, they don't even care about you. And, hell, I'd probably put the baseball and softball programs and the women's basketball program ahead of you. So you're buried down there. The stadium, by and large, seems to be antiquated. There's no importance whatsoever. And the reputation for it is twofold. One, you go there, you know you're taking the job to be fired. I guess you're getting some experience to be a head coach in college football, except I can't name a bunch of guys who stopped being the head coach at Kansas and then went on and became great coaches, head coaches, and got other opportunities again. I could say for the payday, but again, there's other Big 12 schools that are in tough situations as well that are going to pay more, and you might have a better opportunity to get more. And in the other part of the reputation, and I've covered the Browns long enough to know this with free agents, that when you're truly in a bad spot, you become a place where guys go to cash checks before it's over. Charlie Weiss, Les Miles, need I say more? So now you don't have a reputation on either side of it. And it got to the point where I was watching KU football before Les Miles took over, and I wanted the goofball from last chance you to be able to get that job. Till he started talking about Hitler, I wanted him to be able to get that job. What the hell? You couldn't seem to do any worse? Turns out you could do worse. And in the end, both guys would have got fired for doing stupid things. If it weren't for Mark Mangino being such a psycho, I'd say he's maybe the most underrated coach in America. Of all the jobs, of all the places to be in, there's certain parts of the country that have all the bright lights, all the reasons you want to go play, they just they hand out everything. Everybody wants to play. Columbus, Ohio, huge city, tremendous buildings, great culture. There's something to do in every corner, and you get to play at one of the greatest college programs in football history. Tuscaloosa, Alabama, good college town, history. You're playing for the best coach in college football. You're on television every single week, and you're usually on good television every single week. Gary Danielson will come directly to you and do your laundry if you play for Alabama. I mean, how many great perks do you get playing at Alabama? There's places that are easy to play, easy to coach at, easy to get there, and that's why they're hard jobs to get. But a place like Kansas, location, importance, they don't even pay you that much compared to the other ones. You can't stay out of harm's way when it comes to the NCAA. There, I think I finally found a job. I think I finally have found a job that if I were one of these guys, I don't think I'd take. That if I were a running backs coach, if I were a coordinator for a long time, and maybe I, I never got my shot, and Kansas comes to call and go, we're going to give you a chance to be a head coach in college football. Power five college football. I think I'd have to go the Lou Brown major league route of, I have to talk it over, Charlie. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. I don't think I'd take the job. I think I'd go coach at Prairie View A&M that had a historic losing streak before. I think I'd coach in D2. I think I'd coach up at St. John's. I think I'd coach just about I, – I, I'd wonder if I'd coach a high school team before that. If you have Bishop Gorman or Kansas, which one are you taking? You're going to go out to Vegas. But it makes – it's such a bad spot. It makes you start to think that they should cancel football. You're good at basketball. The boosters pour their money into basketball. 
It's a basketball-rich environment. They like it there. Just go play basketball. What's the point of having insurance? To cover players for what? Every now and then you get a player to go to the pros. That's it. At most, a three-win season. And if you and if a coach ever gets any more than three or four wins, then you think the guy's cheating and you got to run him out of town anyway. I have found the worst job. Forget hockey, baseball, basketball, professional NFL football, college basketball, whatever. In professional sports and amateur sports, I have found the very worst job. Whether you're a guy who's waiting for retirement, whether you're a guy trying to rebuild a reputation of somehow, I can't find a worse job in sports than KU football. The fact that it's that bad and the fact that I'll never probably spend a segment on it ever again tells you something. Coming up in less than 40 minutes, Andy Gresh going to join us. WEI Boston. Up next, it's Work or Shoot. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Let me get to the phones here in a second. 855-2124-CBS plus Work or Shoot. You're going back to the whole conversation about Kansas football. Cool Trav. I love it when people send me these responses too. Cool Trav, I get your overall point, but you're talking about making a couple of million bucks where just being bad – or being just bad, in parentheses, as opposed to being awful or terrible, is enough. Zero expectations or pressure and a pile of money for it. Could be worse. It could be worse. You could be destitute. But when you get into coaching, when you get into coaching in any sport, there's a part of it, yeah, you want to help the kids. You want to help. You want to be a part of the game. That's all true. There's something in the back of every coach's mind. Men's sports, women's sports, doesn't matter. Where you want to be a great one, too. Yeah, John Thompson said it himself. I want my kids to graduate. I want to be rich. You also want to be a national champion. He wants to be that guy. David Beatty, I'll go back before Les Miles. Les Miles was like, let's let's get this thing centered. Let's get something there. Let's make some people go. Again, it's the same thing as what they did when they brought in Charlie Weiss. And Charlie Weiss made jokes about him on social media. David Beatty's contract starts out at $800,000. Great amount of money to $1.6 million in 2017. Another great amount of money. A guaranteed pay. The guy won like six games in four years. The overall records for David Beatty. He was 6-42. and 42. They went 0-12 in year one, 2-10, and 1-11, and 3-9. and 3-9 in 2018 for David Beatty and the Kansas Jayhawks. David Beatty now is a consultant, or at last chance, last C, was a consultant with the University of Texas. He got his one chance to be a head coach. He's 50 years old. He made a boatload of money. But while he was the A&M wide receiver coach as well as a running game coordinator, he was also able to make a lot of money because these are big schools that are willing to pay a lot of money for their assistant coaches. So it's not just about money. Money's a great thing. But if you go to Kansas, it wasn't like you were making twenty-five grand before you went to be the head coach at Kansas University and you got $800,000. There is something for every coach where you want to be remembered. There's a legacy there. And for David Beatty, who could be a great guy for all I know and a great dad and probably a really good coach, when they open up David Beatty's Wikipedia page in the year 2050, they'll see 6 and 42, and they don't care how much money David Beatty made. That would be a killer for me. I'm based out of Cleveland, as I've brought up many times before, and I'll bring up many times again. Hugh Jackson got paid a boatload of money. 
Hugh Jackson, in every single reference that Boomer Esiason made on this network and on his show, calls him 336-1 Hugh Jackson. That's what you remember. All the money. Great. That's fantastic. Don't tell me that don't eat you up inside. That's why Hugh Jackson goes on every radio show known to man and tries to explain himself. And he's got more money than God. So while you and I, we're schlubbing it out, we don't care, there are legacies here. They do care. Joe in Oregon, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, Ken, how are you doing today? Wonderful. I got to email you back, Joe. I've been swamped. I'm sorry. I owe it to you. Go ahead. I will email you back. Go ahead. It's not a big deal. Well, uh, I'm hoping for good news. We'll see what happens out there. So uh, a year ago, uh, I called in because I had a ridiculous take that you laughed out loud about. Oh, God, and, what was it? Uh, we've, we've almost come full circle because I, I posted it on social media and it popped up in a memory. When they shut everything down in college basketball, the last team to play was Washington State upsetting a good Colorado basketball team. And I said that Washington State should be crowned the national champion for winning the last college basketball game. <laughs> I well, that'd be a pretty. That, that's still a pretty wild thing to say. I mean, I got to be honest with you. That's still a wild thing to say. I don't know. You can't crown. You can't crown anyone a national champion. Go ahead, there, Joe. So, I said that the Pac-12 tournament had four co-champions in Oregon State, Arizona, Cal, and Washington State. And now here we are a year later, and Oregon State playing for a chance to be the Pac-12 tournament champion after owning Oregon last night and owning Oregon all season so far in the major sports. They had a little hiccup in baseball last night, but they can still beat them 5-1 to one in the overall six-game series. But, um, yeah, I just thought I'd revisit the closing down of sports and my wild take, and I'm, I'm nervous for Oregon State basketball because I never know which team is going to show up. Is it going to be the team that loses to Wyoming mm-hmm. when, and the University of Portland, or is it the team that can beat a ranked USC, uh, ranked Oregon, and, and come back from 16 down against UCLA in a tournament and annihilate Oregon? Like, oh, man, if this, is, this is what's stressful about being a Beaver fan. This is, this is grassroots. <laughs> See, this is what you do, Joe. And, Joe, thank you for the call. This is grassroots recruitment right here. Joe is a Beaver fan. Joe calls in most weeks, and I will be a Beaver fan for Joe. That's grassroots stuff right there. That's how it works. That's how you get people going. I mean, you're looking right now. Let's go with another Big East appear, uh, 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 comparison here. Joe in Oregon is basically the Dave Gavitt of Oregon State basketball. Need I say more? Are we ready, Matthew? It's got to be short, but we got to get going, baby. Are you ready for work or shoot? We got it. Let's hit it. Quick, go, Matthew. Quick, now, hit it. Go, baby, now. Let's hit it. Go. With the QB carousel in full effect, there has been questions over whether players like Carson Wentz are worth what they're asking for. Work or shoot, QBs have been fairly priced this offseason. Hell yeah, they've been fairly priced this offseason. You go find me another quarterback that you can just put out there and go out there and have a chance to win games with. What the hell does that have to mean with anything? Listen, it, it, it will always be a bet of the future. Con- that's what contracts are. You're not giving contracts with the exception of a certain few. Kobe at the end of his career, uh, I think Ben Roethlisberger, even though they just reworked that thing at the end of his career, you give contracts – based on what they're going to do for you, not based on what they've already done. So 
you're paying for what you believe they're going to give you in the future. Dak Prescott gets a big payday. Dak Prescott will get them back to the playoffs in Dallas. It's just a question of will the will the dice roll in their direction any one of those times. I don't believe it will. Most people listening don't believe it will. But it, I think it was very apparent this year they needed Dak Prescott. If Dak Prescott was healthy for the entire 2020 season – they could have made the playoffs. Probably would have been a one and done. But they probably would have won that division and made the playoffs. And then who knows what really happens in the postseason. We've had runs before where teams get there. And if you're able to get to the postseason enough times while you're starting to pull away talent and roll back talent in with draft picks, then you maybe become a destination. Dallas will always be a destination for certain free agents. And when they're able to get cap space while working the Dak Prescott contract, because it was able to save Dallas a lot, I mean, you're looking at a guy who's going to be making most, what, $20 million? Going into this year, it's going to be able to help them in the future. I still don't think that Dallas is going to win a Super Bowl with them. But, I, yeah, you don't sleep on them. They have a chance. That's what you're paying for here. So to say that, well, you know, I wish we had different statu- statu- statutes of, of who should be paid what. Okay, Mahomes gets paid a half a billion dollars. He sets the market for that even though they're about to rework that deal already. Am I supposed to go to Carson Wentz two years ago and say, hey, you know what, you're not really worth this money. We can only pay you this much. This is where you're at. No, that's not how American business works with players, with anybody. You have a service. You either pay for the service or the player will take his service somewhere else. Next. The Olympics are theoretically coming this year, July 23rd through August 8th. The pandemic is still in full effect, but Japan has stated that they will hold the Olympics. Worker shoot. Is it too early to be holding international competition this summer? Um, yee, jeez. Uh, I'm going to say work. I'm going to say work. I, I followed that as closely as I could last week. I saw their press conference on they're only going to have uh, local fans that are there. I think that could be okay. I think that they need to be very, very stringent. People are traveling. And I, I still think it's going to be up to – It's going to be up to the individual athlete to take care of themselves and each other. Now, when you get into the Olympic Village, who knows, that thing can turn into Caligula. But it's this simple. If you have to quarantine yourself for the next how many months to make sure you're able to get to the Olympics, an athlete who does those sports, they're going to do their very best. So it's it's a question. It is a question. And it could be by the time the Olympics comes around, if they can get that thing to play out, Without hitches, from a sports aspect, you're looking at, oh, boy, that's that's really the end of all this. But I still say go ahead, try it out. They're athletes. Let them take care of themselves. Get the vaccine going. But I did like the idea of them just keeping the fans local. As much as that sucks for the people who do take that seriously in some of the other countries and things who want to go see that type of thing, that sucks. Hopefully here in the next couple of years we'll be okay with that, but – It'll be a test. It'll be a test of wills. It'll be a test of, of making sure you cross your T's and dot your lowercase J's. But I still I still say work. I still say work. Go ahead. Baseball is back. One of the new additions is that there are major rule changes, including different size bags in the minor leagues. Work or shoot, do you think these changes are a good idea? I say work. I, I There's a couple that I think are okay, but a lot of them I, I, I think they're just using minor league baseball for the wrong reasons there. 
you have to get them ready for Major League Baseball. It's supposed to be development. If you're just messing around and experimenting with them, you're going to mess up with a sport like that that it's as ritualistic as a sport you're going to find. I think you're messing with the player and you're messing with the development of the player. And if I were one of the organizations, member organizations, one of the teams and looking at my farm system, I would not be very happy with Major League Baseball right now. Next. College basketball is starting March Madness. With all eyes now on the tournament, work or shoot. Is this year's NCAA tournament going to be as exciting with major players like Duke falling out short? I still say shoot. I say shoot. I think during the regular season, go ahead, play it. I think during the regular season, you need blue bloods. You need blue bloods to to be important, to get people to watch Big Monday. But I think during the tournament, the tournament's the tournament. You're going to have the tournament coming back. People like to watch that. They like to gamble. They're only having it on Friday. Remember, it doesn't start on Thursday next week. It starts on Friday, which that part sucks because you always love that opening weekend that starts on Thursday. But I think that that's a result of – that's a hopeful return, start of a return to normalcy for people. I think they will celebrate this even without the Blue Bloods like Duke. Yes, next. And finally, high school football is finally starting in parts of the nation. Workers shoot. Will this season being played in March – affect rising college students' chances at playing in the NCAA? Oh, I think so. That's a shoot. That's a straight shoot. Yes. If you get hurt, I mean, who knows? It's a diabolical business. If you get hurt, hell yeah, that could that could hurt your chances of playing in NCAA football. If you're, if, Especially if you're a blue chipper, there's definitely some opt-out thoughts going on, and probably you should. But if you're a guy who's trying to earn a scholarship there and you end up getting hurt, there's a big difference between rehabbing an injury and getting ready for a fall season out of the spring than there was out of the fall. So I, I think that it turns off football coaches, and then all of a sudden, especially with the transfer portal being packed up and bottlenecking the way that it is, it could take away a lot of great opportunities from players here. This is something to pay attention to, and I'm glad you asked that question there, Matthew. You got any more? Are we done? That's it. You did fantastically. Coming up next, Andy Gresh. W-E-E-I Boston. Yeah, that Andy Gresh. That W-E-E-I Boston. We talk with him about Gresh and about Brady and about Belichick and about who won the divorce. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. On one of the great heel turns in radio. I could see him just coming out at a WEI event someday in the future when we have events. And looking like Eric Bischoff. Looking better than Eric Bischoff. Andy Gresh joins us on the show from WEI Boston. At The Real Gresh on Twitter. Andy, do we have you? Well, you know, brother, every once in a while, you just have to take life into your own hands, if you know what I mean. And that means I gotta go do what I gotta do, brother. How are you, He's, buddy? You're not even on the phone. You joined with a hard line. Look at you over here. Well, the it's professional. Much, dude, either I go out in my driveway and talk to people on the phone and maybe end up having like my neighbor come over. So I got this I got this neighbor, Charlie, who is uh probably about seventy five years old. And when I lost a oh. bunch of weight, right? Like I got down to like two fifty five. He came yeah. over to me and he goes he, he talks kind of funny, and he goes, uh, 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 I saw you on the TV, uh, big guy. I, yeah, your eyes are sunken in, sunken in. You got to get fat again. <laughs> Basically, I got too thin. He, my neighbor came over and told me, hey, you got to get fat again. You don't look Did you get fat again? Did you get fat no, again? I, 
No, here's Come the thing. Come on. No, no, no. Well, when you go off of the, well, first of all, there's money to be made in this, brother. When you figure that out uh, someday, yeah, you'll realize cool. you can make some bucks. But no, but I mean, when you go off of the program that I was on, you kind of fluff up a little bit. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, I was like, I look like a goblin for uh, at one point in time. So we have now Gresh and Keefe on WEEI in Boston coming up here. When's this start? Is this Monday? Oh, Monday, brother. We've had Holy a whole three, we, we've had a whole three days to put things together. So uh, in typical radio fashion, you know, you do the quick change turn. It's like a NASCAR pit crew, Kenny. You and I uh, mm-hmm. like NASCAR, and that's what it is. You pull into the pitch, you change the tires, you get some new production, and there you go, bing, bang, boom, put the dumb guy on. I love it. I absolutely love it, Gresh. I'm so glad. I'm gonna be listening on Monday. I can you can bet it's from ten to two on WEI. And no offense to my my guys Baskin and Phelps here, but the second I leave my station, I'm gonna be tuning you guys in. Mm-hmm. I hate listening to opening shows. You know that, and I'm gonna be yes. listening to you guys. Well, uh, thank you, number one. And we ain't gonna be wasting any uh, any time. We're in a new world nowadays. You know what I mean? Like the uh, the the days of the four minute promo on World Championship Wrestling until Dusty Rhodes tells you to wrap up are over. Speaking of, um, I mean, what do you guys – is it weird now that you're going to have to talk about Belichick in maybe unflattering terms here and actually mean it? No, because, look, Ken, here's the thing about Belichick, right? Like, everybody right. made a big deal about last year. For 20 years, they were building a team with Tom Brady and for Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady leaves, you have a team built for Tom Brady. You can't just plug Cam Newton in there and do things the way you used to. And then you take out a half dozen of core veterans who were a part of setting the tone. And Julian Edelman was a part of that. And his was injury. It wasn't like what Hightower and Cannon and uh, and Patrick Chung did, right? Where they, they opted out because of COVID. There were injuries through the year. Honestly, Ken, I don't think they knew what they wanted to be offensively. But I also think they look at it now, and Belichick looks around and goes, uh, hey, for a $1.5 million in base salary and a $2 million signing bonus, we could at least lock in this guy who we know won't come in here and soil himself, who was a good example, and by the way, will be our absolute, absolute stopgap at quarterback if we can't find one out there. They're spending no money on this guy. But, of course, the flashy headline, oh, it's $14 million dollars. Do you really think Bill Belichick all of a sudden turned into a village idiot and is going to no. turn around and pay a backup quarterback $14 million? Come on now. So what, what what's the move that they're going to make? Are we talking Garoppolo here? What's happening? Ken, I don't want to spoil my big opinion on the first show, right? But here's this is what I would do if I were New England as soon as free agency starts. Because you know as well as I do, as soon as the tampering period begins, everybody starts to kind of unveil their plan, right? Mm-hmm. Talking to this guy, talking to that guy. We saw the Patriots go get Trent Brown. I think they're loading up to be big and beefy up front again because Belichick looks at these defenses and goes, yeah, the way people didn't have safeties in the 2000s and I ate them up with tight ends – now I got a bunch of small guys up front. So let mm-hmm. me go get a bunch of beefers and we're just going to run people over. But Kenny, here's what I would do. See, mm-hmm. those people down in Houston, they're pretty stupid. And Tommy Boy McNair down there running things and giving giving the, the power to the wrong Reverend Jack Easterby. They care so much about culture. If I'm Bill Belichick, I call them and say, uh, uh hey dum dums. Uh, which two of my veterans would you like? 
along with some uh, first-round picks for uh, that uh, quarterback there. And try to play into what they want to build. They're, they're going nuts, Ken, because they're building culture. Okay, well, send a couple of veteran culture guys and some other stuff down there and try to tap into the ridiculousness which with, with which those people are operating uh, in Houston. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Maybe they have. This is this is sensational stuff you're giving me here. I mean, really sensational stuff you're giving me over here, Nagresh. Um, for Tom Brady, does he win the Super Bowl this year on Super Bowl Fifty Six? The course. reason I ask you that, wait, he does. Oh yeah. Wait that a minute. Team, wait, wait, wait. That that team is loading up, bro. That, no. That guy. That guy no. didn't. Uh, no, no, they're not. Okay, I'm no. curious to hear this. Because you can't listen. You, you have I have full faith and confidence in Tom Brady, but you have other guys there that have already won a championship, and they're not. They're not still trying to to cement the greatest of all time argument. Like, he's padding the, the greatest of all time argument. That's what he's doing because he already is. Mm-hmm. But the other guys, they, they want their money now. Like, a, a, a Levante David's a life where he's all in. But I, I don't think you can put the confetti back in the cannon twice. Well, Shaq Barrett's going to stay. And if you saw the Instagram post off of Brady signing this, you know, four-year contract, Shaq Barrett was the first guy that responded to Brady when he said, keeping the band back together. Well, and- what the hell else is he going to say? We're all going to get fat on our essence? No, they're going to – course they're going to try well and and the, the other thing too is like ken when people look at the way belichick was able to keep things going in new england there were there were a lot of ancillary pieces that came in and out the door and people who you know like trent brown's a great example he came in on a one year like they got him for a third round pick he played pro bowl level left tackle for them and then he went off into free agency and now they bring him back but my God, if you look at the 20 years, we could look at all those veteran free agents where it would be, wow, you lost this guy out the door because he went and made, you know, $9 million. Like like when Damian Woody left early, early on in New England, like he went to Detroit for like 50 million bucks. Okay, so they went and got Dan Copen and they went and signed Mike Compton. And the one thing that Belichick has been able to do is get those veteran free agents. And I wonder how much of Jason Light did that stick with him because he worked in that New England front office. And now he can he massage the veteran free agent game to fill the gaps on that football team. And to your point, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they can do that. This is some strong stuff. All right. So are you doing tomorrow night? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's ten to two, baby. Yeah, you yeah. take tomorrow night off to get ready for this show, dude. I'm ready. I've been sitting around for two and a half months with my schmenzer in my hand. What am I That's getting how ready long for? It's been? I listened to your last show. You were hard on yourself. You were hard on yourself for your last show. I thought your last show at the old station was still good. Well, you're very kind, and uh, you know I went a little long on my whole goodbye, and I could have really done it nice and easy. I could have stone cold and just you know pegged them the finger, and there we go. But you know I'm, I'm gonna Come on, you're class. You, You'll realize that there's pro- – I'm going to guess, I think with between me and you, there's about a 15-year age gap right around there. I'm 46. Probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, no, 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 12. You're 12. Oh, 12, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you have like a – you know, you're like old Mother Hubbard. you got a house full of kids for crying out loud. So it's, I had a hard time kind of guessing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I married into children. You're, you're a creator of, and congratulations mm-hmm. on that and all that. Yep. But. Uh, but, you know, as you get older, you kind of look at things with a little bit of a different perspective. Like my wife said to me, we were, we were driving to go do something for her business yesterday. 
she goes, I'm so lucky I have you to explain to me why $14 million isn't $14 million for Cam Newton because people don't look into details and just go nuts and overreact. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm ready to flip over some lunch tables. I'm ready to pick up the pace a little bit. And, uh, look, the spite and malice part of me, you know, I, I went against those guys in Boston on the other side of the street, and a lot of those people are my friends. But it's like playing your cousin in football who lives a town over. And it's very Western Pennsylvania, Ohio. Oh, I got a cousin who's like my brother. However, I play against him when, you know, when football and basketball season comes around. That's kind of the way I look at it. And if people get mad at me, well, get in line because there's a long list. (laughs) Gresh and Keefe, middays 10 to 2, WEEI in Boston. You also hear Gresh Sunday nights, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio. Follow him on Twitter, at TheRealGresh. Gresh, I want to talk to you off air about pro wrestling, okay? Off the air, because I have a strong opinion that I I cannot share on the air. Brother, you've had the digits for a long time. You're in the circle of trust. You hit me up whenever, buddy. 2 o'clock Eastern. Hopefully I'll remember. Uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) me too by then. Are you kidding me? It's a Saturday afternoon. That's true. Because I'm getting mighty hungry, so I'm going to have to run and go get Chinese food after all this. Oh, now you real, real Chinese food or American Chinese food? American eating, Chinese food. Your your chicken fingers and fried rice? Yeah, basically. Yeah. You're like my kid. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a simple man with simple tastes and simple opinions. That's how it works. Gresh, we thank you very much. I love you, buddy. Thanks for having me on. We love you too, buddy. The great Andy Gresh. Follow him on Twitter, at the real Gresh. I disagree with him about Tom Brady. I kind of sort of disagree with him about Belichick. I think that these legacies, if Brady plays another couple of years, I don't see him falling off the cliff. Other guys, they fall off the cliff. Drew Brees, I'm now begging to retire. Like, I, I'm really begging him to give it up. And anytime he has any video of him working out, people lose their minds on the Internet because I think America is begging Drew Brees to give it up. It's on his timeline. If I were the Saints, I wouldn't want him back. The mayor of New, New Orleans doesn't even want him back. I wouldn't want him back at all. I don't see Tom Brady hitting that type of wall the way other people do. And I think that if they go back to the Super Bowl, and I'm wrong, or they go back to the Super Bowl over the next two years even, and I end up being right, if New England can't get the Ducks in a row and get the sizzle going again, there's going to be problems there on the legacies. 855-2124-CBS. Up next, the only time do you know who I am actually works. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.